and trains, and we're prepared for it with new techniques and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectacle. What we were trying to say, you got to walk home. Walk Walk Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wade's Word. Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast, episode 11. And I want to thank you guys for your continued support. And we are well underway here. We're starting to find our sea legs, and we're going to be trying new things throughout. I know I say that every time, uh, but we certainly do have some new features. And if you've listened to previous uh, episodes, you know that we work in a number of folks, from Eddie Robinson to Santana Dodson. Haywood Jeffries has been here. And uh, also this guy, the Silver Fox, Kevin Allen. He's in the building this afternoon. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing great, Devin. Thank you very much. How about yourself? Well, if I can get over a little bit of uh, a tickle in my chest. Got a little cough, but I'm just recovering from, from the holidays. And I can tell you exactly why I'm under the weather. Super Bowl 51 just left Houston. And it's like four New Year's Eves in a row <laughs> and I'm not as young as I used to be and I my brain is not telling me to stop in time so no rest for the weary I ran pretty hard I want to get your take on on Super Bowl festivities here in the city of Houston as uh, we welcome the world here for the Super Bowl what were your thoughts uh, comparing this one to the previous Super Bowls here I think this one was much better I mean it was a lot of things going on a lot of different things that were available to the people that live in here I mean all over town traffic everywhere affordable for for different people you know it just different events a, at different price levels yeah, yeah different price levels where you weren't just left out that you were able to go and just really enjoy yourself I think they put on a great one yeah, I think it was wonderful. And again, uh, being a, although it's a national show, we you know, based here in Houston, the important uh, it's important for me as a native Houstonian to see my city shine. And I think we did a great job. The weather cooperated. I think we fooled a lot of people. I talked to some folks uh, from Boston here uh, to support the Patriots, and they really, uh, you know, they thought, oh, wow, you know, where's the sun? First of all. And then, you know, there was no humidity for, for most of the time that people were here. And, you know, I'm like, don't get fooled. Let the sun stay yeah, where it is. Right, right. It, it'll hit 100 on you uh, in, a, in a heartbeat. But I thought it went really, really well. And, and talking about the game, and we talked about this this morning, unbelievable outcome. And, I, you know, what what was more surprising to you, that Atlanta was able to get up by, by a score of 28-3 or – that they lost that lead. What was more surprising? So that's a difficult question. I, I mean, would say pretty much they. It, 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 to me, it's basically both because I never thought they'd go up twenty eight three. Right, and, and it was such a weird game. Yeah, it, it was like uh, a half of one bad half of Brady, and then the other half Tom terrific. You know, so it surprised me that the you know the score was twenty eight to three, but. B, it, it didn't surprise me that the Patriots came back to win that game, though. Yeah, well, I mean, I, the way it played out, it did. And I want to sort of address this right now. This is not the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Yeah, it went into overtime, but there were that was a long stretch in there. It was like um, the old Super Bowls from when we were younger were like, 
you know, most of the time we had a, a string in there where the Super Bowls were all blowout. Right, and right, where they right. weren't even competitive games, and this was what that was. That I, you know, I remember stretching in the third quarter. You know, I'm I'm doing memes on my Twitter uh, at Waysward, by the way. Uh, yeah, I was doing memes and and mocking, you know, Donald Trump and New England Patriots fans. So I was doing the most it, it, because it was not a lot going on. The game was not very interesting, and then slowly but surely, New England, you know, crept back in. I just cannot believe Atlanta. And just the miscues and the poor coaching down the stretch is just, just really just dumb. But you, know? you, but when you when you play in these huge games like the Super Bowl, you have to have some type of luck on your side, you know, to pull pull it out sometimes. And the Patriots have had that luck against Atlanta, and they had the luck against Seattle to win both of those Super Bowls. So you, you got to have that sometime. You you got the you got Tom Brady, you, but you got to have it. I posted a picture of, of uh, Robert Johnson, the great blues man, and said, look, hey, Bill Belichick saw him down at the crossroads. <laughs> he made a deal with the devil to get these wins. Them hellhounds on your trail, Bill. <laughs> he, he got those but, wins. You know, so, I mean, again, was- you, what can you say about that team, man? Historically, what do you, what do you rate Tom Brady as a quarterback? He's the best. Uh, not not because of the the number of Super Bowls that he's won, but when you look at the overall body of work, and when you look at the receivers and the players that he that he's had, to me the only star studded guy he's ever had was Randy Moss. Yeah. When, and when he got Randy Moss, he broke every passing record that was out there. But when you you know a lot of people say, well, he plays in a system, but you have to be pretty darn good to perfect that system. So who's more valuable to the Patriots? And you see this this going around. Belichick or Brady? Ooh. I know it's a tough question. It's a tough one because uh, Belichick is the brains of this outfit, and then you have to have somebody that can go out and do the groundwork which you've laid out, you know, to the perfection that you've laid it out. And that's that's with those two guys. So, you know, they're – yeah, they're a team, man. It, it's hard to say. Yeah, I, I would say Belichick is, is is more valuable because again, you I, and I go back to the whole conversation about who's the best quarterback. Now, give me the parameters of the discussion. Yeah. Are you going to talk about rings? Are you going to talk about stats? Are you going to talk about my uh, one of the things that I use in judging is pick a guy, Peyton Manning mm-hmm. or Dan Marino. Okay. Can Dan Marino could Dan Marino have done what Brady has done playing with Belichick? But you you can't say that. But that's of, but I'm no, no, I'm there, drawing the lines and, and of the and conversation. I, and, I, and yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to answer that for you. You can't say that because the type of quarterbacks that they are, they may not fit. Well, again, that's why you pose so, the question. So right, so you you can't say just because Brady <laughs> is in that system that Belichick has. You can just put anybody in there and run that ship like that. But I'm saying that there are guys that you can put in there and do the same thing. But we don't thing. know that. We, but that's why you have these hypothetical conversations. You can't say that, you know, that Brady's never gone undefeated for an entire season. The but, 72 Dolphins did. I mean, in the postseason, too. Yeah, but but Marino hasn't. Yeah, okay, and okay. And Peyton Manning. Now, Brady did but you put one game away from it. You so put almost perfection. You put Brady in the same situation that Peyton Manning was in. Okay. Can he do what Peyton Manning was able to and do? Because again, Peyton Manning, yeah, he had a couple of, of, of key receivers. He had a, I was just he about had to a say hard, that. He, he got did. a Hall of Fame receiver. But yeah. who had the better coaches? 
Okay, now uh, but, uh, I'm about so, to answer that. So Tony Dungy isn't chopped liver. He's not chopped liver, but he's not Bill Belichick. He, but, that's all right. He won a Super Bowl. But see, the thing is, you have Marvin Harrison, you have Reggie Wayne, you have the Clark dude at wide receiver. He had some pieces. Now, when it, people say that you can just put Peyton Manning over there, and you, you I'm throwing, at, well, that's the and question. You're throwing Edelman them and those guys out there with him, he may not be able to adjust like that. I'm so saying that there are other guys. Get, I don't think so. If you had one, and you, you betting your house on, on it, where you you will truly be homeless. You can't move your furniture out. One game. <laughs> Who are you gonna take a quarterback? Tom Brady. I wouldn't. I go. I would go Montana. And I'm gonna tell you. I, I would go Montana. And I. And the reason I say with Brady, even with Montana, Montana had some good receivers to throw that ball well, to. Of course, Hall of Fame receivers. And Brady has not in 15 to 17 years, however long he's been a quarterback, he does not have one. Hall of Fame receiver. Well, Mars for the time. Have, what, there's one year or whatever. He and, and you could talk about the tight ends. But, uh, but, yeah, or, or the, the tight end. But he doesn't have one Hall of Fame receiver, a Hall of Fame tight end, or a Hall of Fame running back in all of his years playing with the Patriots. Well, and, and Peyton won't have a, a Hall of Fame running back. He played with Marshall Falk, but that was really, really early in his career. But but, but and, and I'll say this again. So it's a thing that you can kind of discuss, but Brady is uh, obviously he's in the room, and, and like Bum Phillips says, you know, he, if he's not the best, it won't take long to call roll. Right. So you know, we know how that sort of thing goes. Well, looking at again this season, I said this earlier, and I want to get your take on this. It seems to me that this was not a good NFL season as a whole, and, and I mean because the teams that started to emerge were not consistent championship-level teams. I'm talking about the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders got on this roll. They were really, really good. People thought that they had a chance to make a Super Bowl run after having such a great start to the season. Then Derek Carr goes down. But again, you this is not something you anticipated going into the season. You look at the Cowboys. Cowboys virtually came out of nowhere with rookie running back, rookie quarterback. You, you know, Romo wasn't even in the picture. So they emerged late. And although there was exciting storylines, I think the best seasons are when you have these behemoths that you can't wait till they meet. Like last year, you know, we couldn't wait till – the last couple of years, you couldn't wait till Denver played yeah. – uh, well, no, until they played New England in the AFC. You couldn't wait for that matchup. And, you know, and in previous years, you remember one year when uh, Seattle played San Francisco, and you're like, you cannot, I can't wait till these two teams meet. And, and then, you know, uh, there was rivalries there with Green Bay versus Seattle and, and, and then the Giants in the mix. So, you know, I, I just think coming into the season, uh, everything happened unexpectedly, and then all of these new teams flared up. Because if you think about it, or if I said, if, you know, if you didn't know, and you just watch the season, then pay attention to the standings. Who was the second best team in the AFC? You would probably say Pittsburgh or Oakland or whatever. It, but it was Kansas City. But nobody believed in Kansas City. Atlanta was not even on the radar. So I, I promise you, I probably watched less than a half of football from the Atlanta Falcons. I, obviously, you catch up with them on the highlights. So, you know, from that standpoint, I think next year, can be a really, really exciting year. Let's see what happens with free agency. But Dallas is expected to be right back there. You know the Giants will be right back there. Those are the matchups you want to see. Uh, you you want to see what happens uh, with Green Bay, what they're able to do. 
And, and then if Seattle's able to rebound, and then what's going to happen in NFC South, those things are exciting. And, but I just don't think this is a very good year, especially on the AFC side. On the AFC side with me, I, th- I thought it was <coughs> pretty good. The teams that I thought would come down the stretch were those teams with New England, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. They were okay. But for me, those were your top two teams, New England and Pittsburgh, in order to come out of the AFC to go to the Super Bowl. Now, when you go on, on the NFC side, and this is why I say Tom Brady is so viable, you have Aaron Rodgers, who's a good quarterback, but when Jordy Nelson and those guys go down and they get injured, can he do it for a long period of time? Yes, he can win a game and get you out of out of the mix real quick, but if they stay down, can he do it over a long period of time with just plugging in players? But he has to have those receivers to stay healthy in order to, to make that run. Now, I thought Minnesota would do a little better, but when Bridgewater went down. And he'll that, be out next year, it looks like. Yeah, and that shot their season right well, there. Well, I mean, think about it. There are three teams that you can name at, at the quarterback position that their seasons were shot because of injuries at that position. Minnesota, obviously, even though Sam Bradford had a, had an admirable uh, performance, but that offensive line was really, really bad. Derek Carr going down. And Marcus Mariota, that team really would have had an opportunity to compete for a, uh, a NFC, uh, AFC South title had Mariota stayed healthy. Now, ultimately, would they have gotten it done? Who knows? But, you know, he was having a really good year. And DeMarco Murray and that, man, that that team was formidable. Not on, on a Super Bowl contending level, but still. Uh, we'll have to see. The, the offseason should be very, very interesting. And I think going into next season, it'll be a lot more interesting. But think about this. The ratings were down in the NFL. Brady missed four games. No more Peyton Manning. Seattle really weren't. They haven't been themselves. You know, they're not a team you're afraid of. The season got off to a really slow start. And I think next season will be a, a lot more entertaining. But the, and when you look at Seattle, and that's, that's why I, I, I say it over and over again with Belichick and Brady. Tom Brady was out four games, and they come out of that three and one. Pete Carroll loses Marshawn Lynch, and now they're not that team anymore. Well, and but, what Russell well, Wilson was hurt early in the but, year. He wasn't, the mobility wasn't but there. But then. If you look at the last few years, they really aren't who they were when he first got there and they just come out of the gate. See, now teams don't fear him. You don't have – even when Russell Wilson is healthy, as of now, they're not that fearing well, team anymore. Well, the defense let them down. And when Earl Thomas went down, that ended their season. Mm-hmm. And, and you wouldn't think so with all of that talent on that side of the football that one guy would, would derail you. But, again, they were banged out up throughout – and they just didn't play well on the road. It just they just couldn't get their thing together. So I don't put them on the top in the NFC like that. They'll anymore. be back. I think because they'll be because you know Russell Wilson will be back. They will get better on that offensive they line, still, and then they can run the ball better. But they have to find a running back to replace Lynch in order to get back to that to where they were. Without I, that, they're gonna be beatable. Well, you know, you have a guy in Rawls who he's banged up throughout the season a little bit. He was a guy that once he got back going, uh, you know, gave them a little bit of hope. I, I just think, you know, let them show up some things defensively and you address that offensive line. Because think about this. You have to suffer somewhere. With, in the salary cap era, you have to suffer somewhere, almost. I'm in going the back, back again. Well, to New England. There I know. you go. But it's, New England, yeah, and they have millions of dollars under the cap, too, and, by the way. think about this, like I shared with you earlier, you lose an all-pro middle linebacker. You lose an all-pro tight end. And you still win the Super Bowl. I, and I'm predicting Gronkowski <laughs> may not be back in New England. 
Well, they love it, it, if if he is, it's because of Robert Kraft. Yeah, it won't be because of Belichick. Yeah, but they they it doesn't matter. You he can put you at tight end and you. Go well, but what could money. you get? What could you get for Gronkowski if you were the New England Patriots? Now you what you can you get for Gronkowski and the backup quarterback? Oh well, Garoppolo is yeah he they, I, he he's he's probably on the market he's as well. The man. And from that perspective, they may get better. One thing we did talk about earlier as well, Malcolm Butler is turning into has turned into a really quality cornerback in this league. And and we slept on him. I thought he was a one hit wonder, uh, benefiting from the stupidity of the Seattle Seahawks play calling. Um, but he's he's the real deal. He's a, a nice player. And again, you know, I'm happy to see Martellus Bennett, A League Texas, yeah. get get one. And, and that's about the only. Patriot that I, I was rooting for. I already, I want to shift gears here. Already six guys have said that they were not going to the White House. What What's your take on, on that? Uh, six guys, including Chris Long, Howie Long, Long's son. Well, that, I mean, that's that's tough. I mean, you know, you try to stay. Stay neutral? Pay, have the patriotism or whatever. But, you know, each year, guys boycott. Now, I don't want to say boycott the White House, but they don't go. Well, I mean, Ben and but those guys are clearly not going for They're forward. not going, and, and that's their choice. Maybe it's something, you know, well, because of Donald Trump. And I mean, obviously their, it's and because and of Donald and, Trump. And, 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 it, and it's their choice. So I don't I don't take a big big issue with them doing that. Hey, that's their choice. Some people think they should go out of patriotism. And, and, and you know I'm a Tom Brady guy. And he but blew he out. Did, he didn't oh, go uh-huh. when Ob- with Obama, and I'm a Brady guy. So why blow this out of proportion when? And, and it's an interesting thing. We'll pose that as a poll question. I've done it before, but I'll do it again. Can you root for a player whose politics uh, don't agree with yours? Well, I did. Well, and, and I did too. I yeah. mean, and pay, from what you hear about Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. and what we tend to forget too is that we, you know, although we we make these guys our own, we don't know them, and we right. don't know. Their upbringing, we don't know. And obviously, they're multi, multi millionaires, most of the guys that we're talking about. Right. So they're in a different tax bracket. So, exactly. what, you know, what, what's important to them is a, a lot bit different than Yeah, us. a lot different from what's important to us. Right. Uh, from that standpoint. And I really try to divorce myself from that. However, in this climate, it's, it's really, really difficult. If a guy goes, I don't know. I I wouldn't begrudge him for going, but whereas in the past guys would begrudge for not going, I don't begrudge him for not. If you don't want to go, hey, you don't want to go, don't go. Right. Because again, now, and this is a different time. It's a very very tough time, and really the unifying thing, uh, one of the unifying things in this country are your sports teams. And I, you know, this year we've seen that this gotten worse. I think that he really. Did not do any favors for you know when when Kaepernick and those guys went out with the Black Lives Matter he he went the opposite way and I really to be honest with you think he benefited from those guys speaking out because you you know now all of a sudden if you, you if you are Black Lives Matter somehow you're painted as anti police and then with the police shootings that happened Trump came in like he's the new sheriff mm-hmm. and and those guys don't forget that and these are these are not your football players of the past. This is about, you know, these are some cerebral guys who understand. And I think because of social media, they have become a lot more responsible and a lot more in tune to what's going on around the world. And they're more plugged in. And we've seen it with the protests. And I think it's a, ultimately it's a good thing for them to get socially active. Now, we've seen that the kneeling, it hadn't had the the, the, the effect. But on the, at the same time, I think it has been beneficial. 
I, to, I to start so. discussions. But uh, it hadn't had – it's sort of dying down. The attention has sort of gone away from it. But, again, for the moment, it was a good thing to do, and I'm glad that the these guys are a lot more conscious. And that, that, that that's the thing that you and I spoke about earlier when we were saying that uh, <coughs> athletes should get involved. But then the backlash when Kaepernick got involved, he took a lot of heat. So you have to be ready for it when you step out there like that, what comes with it. And I think he did a great job with all the heat coming his way, how he stayed composed as he were, you know, that he was. And Well, I know Brady you know, for sure tried to sidestep it, and he didn't want to get too involved with it. And and because, again, the heat is real. You If you are pro-Trump in, in large parts of this country, especially in the minority community, you are – you are just uh, persona non grata. You just you don't exist. <laughs> I mean, and, 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 and again, like I said, I have been, and, and not to get too on the political side of things, I have, I feel like it is my responsibility to be a little bit more outspoken. And I don't want to obviously do it on the airwaves uh, of KTSU because that, these those are not my airwaves. This is my airway. So I can say what I want to say on the podcast. And, and I don't, you know, I, I just think, that yeah, we should all be more in tune and attentive, and, and go wherever the country takes us. So be it. However, so many people are not in tune and and unplugged, and I think this is the time to get plugged back in. And I and I applaud the athletes for plugging more people back in, making them feel like it's okay to speak up, to protest, to pay attention. Uh, now, obviously, a lot of folks are just sheep, and they'll see it, and they'll kneel for no reason. You know, they'll kneel, like Ka- Kaepernick, kneel and no, don't vote. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you? What is, what is that about? But, but again, if you awaken other people to get more involved and plugged in, the problem is so many people are unplugged, and think about the people that benefit because we're unplugged. So that being said, I'm going to get off the political soapbox, but it came up. I think it's worth talking about. Want to get your take on that. Want to remind you guys, when you hear this, no matter when, 24 hours a day, you can tweet me at Wade's Word, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D, and on Facebook, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group. And if you disagree with me, hey, we can we can have a, a wonderful discussion. I, I, I encourage... I don't encourage, but I, I can accept dissent. If you don't agree with me, uh, that's uh, that's fine. Going to take a dance break. Kevin Adams is going to hang out with me a little bit longer. I think we're going to have a legendary DJ on the, <laughs> on the podcast. So we we want to get a, a take from a guy who's a, a late person, a civilian on the sports talk side of things, because we uh, we welcome all comers. want to remind you, tune in, SoundCloud and iTunes. It's the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Come on. Yeah. Talk with Devin Wade podcast, and uh, as promised, 
Uh, I want to again remind you guys on TuneIn, uh, SoundCloud, and iTunes, and again on Twitter at Wade's Word and the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group on Facebook. We talked about this guy a little bit earlier. He's a Houston legend, and uh, he's been working with us for a while now. Uh, he's a, a, one of the more popular DJs in the entire city of Houston, Chili Bill Smith. He is a, the the consummate Say Dallas Cowboy Say fan. Say it. Let him know. Yeah, I, I'm trying to give you your, your, all your props on the front end before we get to the Cowboy okay, thing. Okay, go ahead. Go but ahead. you know, he's he's the man, and he does. He's been doing it for years. Again, a local legend, <laughs> and I've been knowing of him for for many many years. Woo. But if you know me, I, I, as long as I've been doing stuff, I don't move around. So if you don't catch me in where I am, absolutely, right. I don't. You know, I'm, you, it's hard to find me anywhere. I'm in my cave. I'm in the back cave. Uh, but I brought you in because again, you've appreciate been able you, to appreciate you. Uh, to contribute on the, on KTSU Sports Talk, mm -hmm. and wanted to get you on the podcast for a number of reasons. Want to get your take on the Super Bowl and Super Bowl week, and how the city of Houston did uh, in hosting the Super Bowl. City of Houston did did very well, you know, in the midst of you know you know trying to get through all the the parking and everything going downtown. It really revitalized downtown a great deal, you know, especially with Discovery Green. The NFL experience and also also Super Bowl period. I mean, they got you know they they made sure everybody you know got around, got in and got out. Now, if you work downtown, you had a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I tried to get you one of them Rockets games one night, and it was it was bad. But I mean, but just the overall the overall experience of the city. Was real good, you know. Fight, you know who, you know the two teams that was playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you had a problem with that because you wanted your Cowboys here. I uh, want to get your take on the offseason uh, before we shift gears and go to basketball. Mm -hmm. and now, obviously, as a huge, huge Cowboy fan, there's right. a there's a good problem to have for the Dallas Cowboys in that Tony Romo is no longer going to be the guy there. Right. What do you do? Do you keep him? What can you get for him? Uh, and who would you like to see be the backup if he's if he's gone? Now I hear a lot, a lot talking about you know a lot of these other you know national media's talk about you know where can Tony go, worrying about you know his back, his collarbone, and all this stuff right there. Number one, Jerry, no, we can't have a fifty million dollar backup quarterback. We know that's not gonna happen. We love Tony. Tony gonna get in on the Ring of Honor. <laughs> they gonna take they, they, they gonna take care of Tony. I understand that's Jerry's favorite son. They're going to take care of him. But we got it. We got to. And you know, for the longest time last year, I was telling you, as soon as Tony got healthy, Tony was coming in. But Dak did what he was supposed to do. You know, our two-headed monster with him and Elliott, they handled their business behind the best offensive line in football. You know, we we took care of what we did. Dez was more involved. Witten was involved. You know, Beasley. Everything was good. So now what we got to do is just find the best, the be you know, and also, you know, I know they're trying to find the best fit for him. But but we can't look for him. We gotta look out for the team. Well, I we know need... he he's probably going AFC. I can't imagine they would trade him to an, an, an NFC team or competitive NFC team. True. I know because Chicago would want to be in on that, and there are a number of other teams in the NFC. You obviously you hear Denver, you hear Houston in the AFC, right? Uh, and we'll have to see how that plays out. But well, well I told him I, I I said this. I said if you do Houston. Give me a watch straight up. Uh -huh. Two back. You know what? Back, it might might not be two back problems. It, it, on folks. the surface, two. it sounds crazy, but you, you're talking about taking that kind of pounding and you having a back problem. Look and at look at what look at what the Texan defense showed this year. They could without do it without him, play, right? Without him. So if if they showed that, then and he's already been exposed to the back surgeries and everything that he done, you're gonna be able to get something for him. So why not? Let's just take a 45 trade, trade up, 
let let us have him because we know on Dallas we don't have you know we don't have nobody you know a defensive rusher. We got to have an end that can go in you know and do damage. We don't have one. We got one that that, that showed signs, but. He wasn't the true he, one. He couldn't step on the field. Right. You talking about Gregory? Yes. Yeah, Gregory so, couldn't so, step on the field. So let's so let's let's just do that. So, but if he, I know, I know they not gonna do it. Well, it's crazy. But, but I tell you what, I think the really the the X factor is that I think this organization wants to see Clowney and and JJ White perform together. And if they were that good without JJ, how could he possibly hurt your defense? But I will say it's intriguing because he's at the the peak of it. Well, his his value is peaked. Right. I don't think from from here moving forward, especially if this turns into a chronic situation, right. you won't be able to get nearly as much for him moving they forward. They're gonna fall in, they're gonna fall into like we did with Demarcus Ware. Yeah, like, it, Denver, like Denver's doing with Demarcus Ware, right? When he's healthy, he's great, but he's not healthy. But he's not in problem. So you know where where are you gonna you know where, where you know where else can you send Rome? Like you said, Denver and everything. But we need to find somewhere where we can get enough value to where we gotta we gotta boast our defense. We need some corners. We need some DBs. We need we need some defensive end. Now you saw on if you saw on um, on they were showing yesterday that my boy from A and M. Miles Garrett. Miles yeah. Garrett yeah. Then made a plea for Jerry Jones to send Romo to Cleveland, get their first round pick, because he would love to come and, and be a cowboy. And you've never seen a rookie do that. And I and, and I understand the point that Not you made. Not the number one pick. Right. And I understand something that you made or a point you made earlier when we was talking on the radio. Where you said that so the other twenty nineteen oh, you don't want to oh, no, play with us. Kevin Allen made that. Well, Kevin Allen made right. So oh, you don't want to play with us now? So now you get picked by us. We may not get the production out of you because you want to be a cowboy. So I mean, so not. I mean, it's so in her. I'm just, but here's what I am. Truthfully, <laughs> I'm very, I'm very, I'm very happy that the first time you seen these players do that because most time they give you the political answer. Right. You really want to know who they gonna want to play for, where they want to go. He did it. Most of them say, "Hey, well, whoever's gonna pay me, whoever's gonna, gonna right, whoever's gonna pay yeah. me." But you know, you gonna, you know, it, it all depends on where you go. To get to have the opportunity to get the, to get your best money. Now I want to let me let me jump in here because I want to shift gears slightly. I want to go to some NBA stuff and I want your take on yes. this. On. Kevin Allen, let me ask you first about this. Okay, one of the things you know I've been labeled a LeBron basher for many years now. That's what they say. That's what they say. But I give him all his credit. I give him all his credit. But Barkley's sort of in the same category. First of all, so LeBron gets in his feelings about LeBron, about uh, Barkley giving him grief for begging for more help. Was Barkley's criticism fair, or, or does he? you feel like he, his criticism was personal? It was fair by telling him, hey, look, every year you, you go out, hey, this is what we need. They go get Kevin Love. They have Kyrie Irving. I need this. I need that. Dan Gilbert's over the the luxury tax, twenty seven million. The year prior, fifty four million. You know, my thing is like Barkley's old school. Back then, those guys wanted to beat the best. Well, I don't I don't want to play with Magic. I don't want to play with Bird, and I don't want to play with this guy. And then we'll go beat up on everybody else as a bully. You know right. what I'm saying? So I want to beat everybody. But now he's out. I, I want Carmelo. But you're, you're stating. Oh, well, I'm he the best, said he didn't say that. But I'm the best player on the planet. But you but want you, somebody else. You still need more help. That's contradictory to me. Now, Mr. Allen, I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna ask you a question. Let's go, let's let's say now. Let's put him in this era. If Mike was playing now, if Magic was playing now, would because of what's going on with the NBA, 
in this situation. Now, and I understand what's going what was going on back then because I believed in that. If you was a superstar on that team, you stayed on that team till you retired. But now, look at Golden State. I mean, you got teams now, the Clippers, putting these squads together. But see, I think Jordan would, would say, I think Jordan would say, okay, that's what you want to do? I'm going to still beat you. I, and that's what I really, really believe. I, I really believe that. Okay. LeBron did that with what he had when he got, when he got to Cleveland. He went in there and he fought. He did the Jordan. And that's what he used to tell me about this Jordan stuff and all that. He went in there and he fought. He went in there and fought, did all that. He got up against San Antonio, couldn't win. Got frustrated and, you know, and took his ball and went home. He did that. But all those years he did it and he made scrubs. <laughs> excuse me, I'm about to say, he made them scrubs better. He what? made it. Wait. He made them scrubs better. Now, when Mike was doing it and he was rolling with scrubs, doing 61, 72, so-and-so points a game, and they wasn't, and they wasn't winning, when Phil got there, Phil said, hey, Mike, you're going to have to do this. And look at what, and look at what happened. Dennis Rodman. Scotty Pippen. Dennis Rodman came to the team. They went and got Dennis Rodman. But you didn't hear Jordan complaining when he was playing against the super team I in got Detroit. This. This, is, this is what you did. Michael Jordan came in the league. And I'm going I'm to tell you, when you go check these books, Come on. when Mike came in, right. he played with Granville Waiters. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Brad Sellers. Granny Waiters. Now, right. Quentin Daly was on the downside. Right. Orlando Woods was on the downside. Gervin was on the bench. All right, Gervin was washed up. Right. Now, right. now, when people say he went and got these players, this is what we shared earlier. He didn't go get Scottie Pippen. Scottie came through the draft. True. Now, Scottie was a draft. Hold on. Right, Scottie was a draft. Hold on. Dennis wasn't. Hold on. No, no, wait a minute. You had, now remember on this team now, you had Luke Longley came Boys through the draft. draft. Bill Winnington, still no household names, came through the draft. They alternated at center. Right. They got Bill Cartwright off of free agent at, at the, the end, end of his career. His feet was bad. Right. All right. right. You had John Paxson right. through the draft. Okay. Craig Hodges through the draft. B.J. Armstrong through the draft. I still have a name, a household name. Now, later, they went and got Dennis through free agents after he did his turmoil in San Antonio. Right. Nobody else. Horace wasn't through the draft. Horace was through the draft. Through the draft. So now, when you bring up Michael Jordan, he played with what he had. That's why I named all this. So when people get out to say Michael did it, no, he did not. All these people came through the draft. You know what Michael did when Detroit was beating him? I got to hit the weight room. And he went in the weight room because I'm tired of these Jordan rules where they keep beating me up. I got to get stronger. I want to thank Detroit Pistons for making me a better basketball player. He didn't go out there to partner up with everybody. Larry Bird didn't do it. True. None of Isaiah Thomas didn't do it. None of these guys. So this is why when they tell me LeBron is so great. Dream didn't do it. It, it, it doesn't, it, that doesn't register to me. You went over there to play with Dwayne Wade. He had already won a championship. And then you went and recruited Chris Bosh. Now when you see Chris Bosh is broken down, I mean Dwayne Wade is breaking down, Chris Bosch is getting a little bit, you know, whatever. I got to bail again. Now you go bail again. Oh, I'm out. No, no. Hold on. Now you go home. Then he tells Gilbert, you got to sign Tristan Thompson. You got to sign Kevin Love. You got to sign. Give him their money. Give him their money. Wait, wait, wait. Why? (laughs) Why? Because, Because Gilbert acted a fool when he left. 
And when he said for me to come back, for me to come back, you got to play on my terms. So I don't have no problem with him going there and playing on my terms, saying, okay, if you if we going to come back and if we're going to bring a thing to Cleveland, number one, you're going to have to open up the checkbook. Because and he's pri- done that. Because and that's the problem. Wait, wait, he's wait, done that. Because prior to that, wait a minute, because prior to that, he wasn't opening up the checkbook. Mo Williams was not a checkbook person. Okay. These person they was bringing. They were trying to make moves before he left the first time. But Chili, they brought in Shaq. Remember, this is the deal, Chili. How many times? How many? How many times does? How many times does Gilbert have to open the checkbook? Now we're gonna go to Golden State. Steph Curry came through the draft. Draymond Green came through the draft. Klay Thompson came through the draft. My man Livingston. Yeah. Uh, Sean Livingston, Sean free Livingston, agency. Free agent. He he, had he bounced was around. Yeah, he, he tore had the leg bounced up. around. Keep going. Uh, 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 came from Philly. Bogut came through the draft. Harrison Barnes came through the draft. They did not go out and recruit because if these kids was coming through the draft, because Golden State sucked. <laughs> they were sorry. They was getting first. In, they was getting top picks. So yes, they go get it like that because. Every year they was doing nothing. Steph, they Steph was not a first Steph round pick. Steph was a mid major. He was first round. Was Dray- first round. Draymond was a second round pick. But once again, so you, but, so you but, came, but you came through squads but, that was rebuilding every year off the draft because they was what? But chilly. 10 and 40. Chilly Bill. This, 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 this is the thing. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing with LeBron. Right. He's going to try to handpick players so he can play. Oh, this, now watch this move. Mm-hmm. I wish I could play with Chris Paul. I wish I could play with Melo. Anybody else say that it's tampering. Right, right. It's tampering. <laughs> right. But he, he gets away with all this. He's trying to put a super team. L.A. Did, had got Chris Paul in a trade. David Stern blocked it. Sure did. I mean. Because David, David Stern said Charlotte was uh said, but, what, but he, what, was a, it, what was the excuse that he gave? Yeah, but see, the thing that I'm saying about LeBron how many times is he every year he got to go get some different players? He got yeah, I, you got to sign J.R. Smith. I'm not signing until you sign Tristan Thompson. I'm not doing this. Go get your own team. Right, right. Now, what he, now what he did with Jr. and all that, he was trying. He was trying. What he was trying to do was was keep his nucleus together. They didn't want it. They didn't want. They, Talk to the when mic. They, when they threw when they threw uh when uh when when the Knicks threw away. <laughs> J.R. Smith and all them, and Phil Jackson threw them all away, and and J.R. Smith came in and, and did what he did because he told him, you saw, but one thing, because one thing y'all say about LeBron, LeBron came in and told these folks, this is what we gonna do, and that's what leaders do. He came in and told them, you can't hit these. Uh, J.R. was where the party at? He's at the party's at home because you gonna come in and you gonna get and you gonna get you gonna get yourself together to do that because you well, know nowhere a- else, nowhere else, and I'm gonna let you t- nowhere else. With J.R. Smith had got a contract extension after this. His, his daughter even said, his daughter even said, I just want my daddy to stay out of trouble. Hey man, that dude, you gotta remember this. You gotta remember this, Bill. Okay. J.R. came in as a high schooler. Yep. He just came like in, he right. came in early. They're not the most mature people in the world right. at that time frame. I know Jr. I know Jr. personally. At the time, he wasn't mature. JR has grown now and to be a mature man. Well here, here let me let me let me get back to the to, to the point of the discussion. Right. 
about LeBron getting worked up about criticism because he he did it twice in in a, in a span of a week. Why why is he so sensitive to that? Why he, why can't and then not only that he goes after Barkley personally and Isola the the the, the writer <laughs> in New York go why why that why why in your feelings about that when you need to understand. This is the game. This is the relationship, media and, and star. You, I mean, this is what goes on. I think everything was school. Everything, everything would have got would 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 have got would have gotten the water would have went over his back if he did not say that he did not say that when he said that he didn't want to try. When he said he didn't want to try, that's a per, I'm sorry, that's a personal attack. That's like me telling you, Devin, and what you and you doing you doing a great show that you're doing when you come in. And you know, and you may have had a bad show. Some may have gone on in your mind or something. And you may have had a bad show. You may have some in the family or whatever. And your show didn't go great. That me, that's me writing on the thing. Say, you know what? Look at that. He had a show day. He wasn't trying. He wasn't trying. He wasn't trying. I, I, so you know, yeah, at that point, then you gonna get upset. And trust me, you gonna get in your feelings. And you go and you gonna say something, but and, and he I, can't and, win. Ver- they need to know you cannot win versus the media. True. I mean, we see with any great player you can think of, you can't win versus the media because again, your your history be written by these same people. So, and again, at the end of the day, what Barkley did say was, was true. He was he was whining. Play with what you have. You the man. You asked for this. You the one have have your team paying the highest luxury tax in the league. You had the owner losing money, even if only on paper. You have him losing money. But all he asked for he was to feel, all he asked for was somebody to fill the twelfth seat on the roster. He, no, he don't. He wants somebody he to come asked, in. He asked and, for what he say. He want. He wanted. Somebody to fill the spot. And to be a, and but, to be a backup point guard. But, but, check, but, Bill, check this out. You have 11 players, and you are $28 million over the luxury tax. At some point, LeBron is a businessman. At some point, Dan Gilbert is a businessman as well. He's got to figure, hey, look, I can't keep taking these hits. See, no, so, this is LeBron. Yeah, let me let tell me you. Say this here, and let me say this. Let me say this. How much you think? Out of that twenty-eight million, how much you think the Caval- the Cavaliers, as an organization, as an organization, made last? But year? But, that, it, it, but the year before that, they were fifty-four million dollars over. And that's over. Yeah, that's real now, money. N- now this is the thing that I want to say about the Barkley deal. What Barkley said that I that I, when I heard it, he went at him as a basketball player. So like your grandmother always said, and your mom and dad, sometimes certain things hit home. So I think with LeBron, he, it hit home. He stepped on some toes. Yeah. And then he can react and he can't take it because now he figures nobody can tell me nothing. They can't tell me anything. Well, see, but what Barkley said hit home. Right, and that's why he got in his feelings. And this is what I say about this. My final thing about this, and we're getting close to wrapping this thing up. Oh, uh, you know, LeBron is the, the the chick that she wants to go to the expensive restaurant, mm-hmm. and you want dessert. I can't do both. <laughs> I will buy you the expensive dinner. Can't have dessert too, mm-hmm. and we can't go out for for a carriage ride after. All I can do is what I can do, and that's take you to the nice restaurant you asked for in the first place. Don't act new once you get there. We never get appetizers. Now you want appetizers? I'm taking you to dinner at the spot. So that's that's my whole thing with LeBron. And again, I think he's looking forward to like Golden him. State because <laughs> you don't like him. 
I think he's looking like forward it. to Golden State and really overlooking everybody in the East. Before, Bob, before we get out of here, I do want to ask y'all about this one. Oakley, Charles Oakley. Oakley getting physical, getting banned for life from the Garden. The Knicks, all in their feelings. And I know this is a, primarily a East Coast, New York thing. And, and really, they get way more attention than they should. But a very disappointing season when you think Porzingis is in his second year. You bring in uh, Rose. You bring in guys that you think can, you know, Yakim Noah. Right. Uh, and and you think that this is a year where you can be competitive. Right. And then it all falls apart. Now Phil is getting the blame. Now you you want to jump on Oakley in the in the in the crowd. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on that? Now, let me ask you a question. You you came in, you spent 10 years with the organization, giving everything you had, showing that you was an enforcer. That was your job. Your job was to be the enforcer. You came in doing everything you was going to do. So you come to the game. And you and at prior games, it's already been stated, at prior games when you came, people followed you everywhere you went, including the restroom. They followed you. But this, you came to the game, you sat in your seat. You got 10 people, 10, coming at you. Plain suit, just got suits on. But even though they knew them black suits, I see them at the Rockets game, you knew they was security. But they came to, they coming at you, 10 people. You could have sent one, you could have sent, Mr. Oakley, uh, we have a situation, can we come talk to, can you Can you come and talk to us in the back? It's ways you could have done it. Right, you but put you your hands on Oakley, you then it's going to be a problem. And he the wrong one. I had a drink in his I was with him, we hung out a little bit in Atlanta. You and he it. was he was he was he was real like you know I wasn't his boy I was with his boy was was, right. was Drew Hill Drew Hill used to yeah. play for the orders yeah and we were at a, at a spot in Atlanta and he was a guy that it was like yeah he he's really that dude for real he's and, that dude and he's massive and you just he wasn't in a great disposition he wasn't rude you could just tell he was he was about it and and so but again I think what you, you know all you have to do is as an owner listen to the guys entertain the guys. I, I, obviously, it's your money. You do what you want to do. But, again, for goodwill, and, and really Dolan is eating up all his goodwill in New York, and it's not going to end well for him as an owner. Nope. Uh, you know, But he ignored the, the cries before behind Isaiah Thomas. Yep. He doesn't care. I, I don't know what's wrong with him. Uh, but this time, a lot of guys stepped in and said something because, hey, you have to respect somebody who puts so much into it. LeBron, Dwayne Wade. You're right, LeBron. Chris Paul. I think that was a PR move. I think that was PR. And that's the same guys I told you, Devin, at the Espies, talking about Black Lives Matter. And after the show, you ain't see nothing else. Same guys, (laughs) for sure. Same guys. LeBron should have the biggest voice. He should have came out public and said something, right? Right. You ain't hear nothing from him. Right. Right. So, but but, but, but here's the thing. But the little guy, Colin, Colin Kaepernick, Took all the heat, when but, but it, when it all came down, but if I have the biggest voice that people will listen to, why don't I step out and say something? Now, what we're talking about the Charles Oakley deal. Now, from what I can gather and hear and listen, I don't know either one of them, but supposedly this is the son, not the daddy. Right. And yeah. Charles has said that he's tried to speak to the younger Dolan coming. He won't speak, shake his hand or whatever. Yeah. But see, this is my thing. If you don't want to speak to me, fine. I can't make you speak to me. If you don't want to shake my hand, oh, fine. I I don't have to say anything to you. Now, if you were in there and you were saying some things, then you're wrong if that is what happened. 
just because you don't want to talk to me, okay, fine. That's not the end of the world. I'm still in the arena. Well, the I mean, you want to know that. And bought a ticket, so right. you didn't give it to me, so what am I mad at? I should still have a little money. Your family paid me. You know well, what I'm saying? But if they put their hands on him and he was in the road, hey, you can keep your hands to yourself. You that Ram situation? Well, and it didn't end well for Jeff Fish and Eric Dickinson. We talked about that on the podcast. So, yeah. So, we'll see how that plays out. Last, really, really quick, last thoughts. Uh, they said, and I don't know if this is true, they said Kevin Durant has hired armed security guards to go into Oklahoma City. Like, really, for real? Do you, really, really, for real? Like, you're not going into Philadelphia or Oakland. You can't go into Oklahoma City without tripling the team security. I mean, I'm I'm Team Westbrook on that, and I criticized Durant the same for the same reason why I criticized LeBron for leaving Cleveland the first time. Uh, how do you think that ends in, uh, tonight? I mean, what are you looking forward to that at all, Chili Bill? I'm gonna watch the game. They gonna get blew out. <laughs> well, we, uh, well, I mean, you talking you about know, Oklahoma City doesn't okay, have enough. Okay, so well, and, but blue, Westbrook yes. is has the heart of a line. Yes, that's 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 a, that's a hunter yes, right yes, there. But that shows you, like I said, this year is this year is showing you. <clears throat> this year is showing you all that of what of what they was talking about when they said that oh he couldn't do this oh he couldn't do that when this boy averaging when this boy doing all these he's triple doubles that he's doing and I say okay well he's doing in the points rebounds and assists I said at least ten times somebody else got the ball right <laughs> so at least ten say, times yeah. so you can't say it's all in his hand same way James same way James is doing it in Houston he's he's doing rebounds assists. And points, and that, but they're struggling from the perimeter, so a, a that's a that's a different yes, conversation. Yes, but I, yeah, because I wish we did have better. I, and and I wish Oklahoma City could be more competitive, but obviously, man, they just don't have enough. Yeah. They just don't have enough. Kevin, your thoughts on tonight's game? I got to get out of here, man. I got to go get my popcorn ready, man. I, I <laughs> you looking forward to that one? Yeah, I can't wait to see this one, man. This is this is gonna be pretty good. Now, if he got armed security, he may need it for the night. Nah, like, man, that's Oklahoma hey, City, man. Hey, they they bombed in Oklahoma City, well, man. Yeah, hey, but man, yeah. hey, look, it's people, it's some thugs in Oklahoma. Yeah, City. man, that is, you, <laughs> they can't you afford been, to get in the been, game. Have you been to Oklahoma City? I've been to Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Man, you been to Brick City and all that stuff around? I ain't been in the hood. Hey, man, that man, it's not the hood, but when you go around, they got some people right there, man. Hey, those people are upset, man. man but the man put them on the map. So they, how mad can you be? Ma- and took well, them he off sure the map. did that. And he took, took them all the way map. off the map. Yeah. Uh, before we get out of Chili Bill, how can people get to you on Twitter, on social media? Oh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Chili Bill Smith. Chili with a Y, not an I. And finally, Kevin, before you get out of here, at Allen Ron Ten. <laughs> Hold on, man. <laughs> At Allen, Allen Ron 10. At Allen, Allen Ron 10. No why. <laughs> hey, hey, getting out of here. Want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. A reminder again, tell your friends, share with everybody. Want to thank yeah. the folks in Chicago, San Francisco, uh, Virginia. Folks all over Virginia hey, checking hey, us out. Akron, Ohio, Daniel Yatoni. Akron, want to thank all you guys. Uh, for checking us out. Tell a friend, share it. Again, on Facebook, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group. And again, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. So all those ways to reach you. And again, you can tweet me at Wade's Word. Want to thank you for spending part of your time with us. And until next time, have a great day.